This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB here in Kansas City. As you know, I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m., and we talk about the mental side of sports on this show, and I talk about all kinds of topics that I think you might be interested in, like sportsmanship, attitude, confidence, success and failure, winning and losing, how you deal with all these things, good coaching, stress, how athletes handle adversity, and we delve into these topics every week. And I think it's a fun show to interact with. So we have open phone lines at 913-3810-810 for you to call in with comments about things. And, you know, I'm a, I just started my 43rd year of work at the day after Labor Day as a sports psychologist. I'm one of the longest uh, practicing sports psychologists in the country in private practice. In fact, one of the first. And I've seen a lot of things throughout my career. I was the Olympic cycling team psychologist back in the 84 Olympics. I've worked with the Royals. I've worked with KU. I see uh, privately Chiefs players throughout my career. I've I've worked with all kinds of athletes at all kinds of levels. I've written a book called Just Let Them Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Sports. And I'm in my 32nd year on the radio here in Kansas City, the last 22 here at WHB. And one of the things that never ceases to amaze me is how fans react to professional sports. Now, Kansas City, with baseball and football, the tale, tale of two directions here. The Chiefs, obviously, are Super Bowl champions from last year, but this is a new season. Everything starts over. And they lost to Detroit 21-20 Thursday night. I was there. I watched the whole thing. As a Chiefs fan, it's disappointing. But, you know, it's the first game of the year. There are 16 more games to go. It was an NFC opponent. And they probably should have won. They could have won, but they didn't. That's sports. That's why you play 17 games in the NFL, not one. And you've got the Royals, who are just an embarrassment. You know, the word that I hear from everyone, they're an embarrassment. They're going to have the worst record in the history of the Royals franchise. They're over 50 games under 500, which just blows my mind. I mean, that's just, that's just, it's awful. They've had probably, I don't know, close to 60 players on the roster. People keep getting hurt. People keep going up and down. So you've got two franchises in totally different directions. 
one with expectations through the roof and the other with expectations the other direction. You know, they're going to they're going to have the worst record, like I said, in Royals history. And maybe when I think it, it'll end up being one of the worst, definitely one of the worst 10 records ever, maybe one of the worst five worst records ever. And they've got a superstar player in Bobby Wood Jr. who plays, you know, tremendous baseball. They've got a few other players who are pretty good, but let's face it, they're they're not as good as everybody else. And you're seeing it. The A's and the Royals are perfect examples of, of bad baseball teams. Now, the Chiefs have been the model franchise in the NFL the last few years. And I've been going to the Chiefs games since the first game ever back in the 60s. I've got the program from game one. I went to the first Super Bowl as a fan. But I've had the privilege to work with so many players privately. I work with a couple right now. And the expectations on this team are... Uh, what 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 Cavell, What was in uh, Toy Story? What was the the phrase to the to the infinity and beyond? I think that was the, I think that was the, the terminology. I think that's the that's the uh, expectation of the Chiefs right now. Infinity and beyond. Well, we've got the For greatest. Spoil. Yeah, the greatest quarterback, uh, arguably, when he retires. It's not yet because uh, Joe Montana, uh, Bart Starr. Tom Brady people are going to sit there and say, well, wait a minute. But the way Patrick's going right now, if he keeps playing like this, obviously um, he will probably end up being one, the, you know, the greatest, if not one, obviously one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback ever, as long as he stays healthy and keeps playing like this. Well, we'll see what happens. The expectations on this team are so high but you know what? It's not the same team as last year. Every NFL team changes personnel about anywhere from 15 to 20 players every year, as the Chiefs have. They have a bunch of new players. And they won the Super Bowl last year, if you remember. I was there with my son, and Harrison Bucker kicked that winning field goal, and the Chiefs win. You know, he missed a field goal earlier on, hit the upright. But he came back and made the game winner, which shows how mentally strong he is. Let's face it, Super Bowl is a very pressure-packed sporting event. Kadarius Tony ran a punt back in a way that I've never seen and put us in position, if I believe Sky Moore then caught a touchdown past the next play from Patrick, and boom. Okay, Kadarius Tony had a good game. Well, let's move to the loss Thursday to the Lions. Kadarius Tony probably had one of the worst games of his career. I'm sure it was probably the worst game. Dropped a number of passes, had one go right through his hands that got intercepted and run back for a touchdown. Dropped a wide-open pass in the fourth quarter that would have put us in field goal range for Harrison to come on and try a field goal. Oh, well, it happens. You know. I'm not going to repeat the phrase that Forrest Gump used when he was running cross country and he stepped in a pile of dog poop when he was uh, joined by a guy running along with him that, hey, it happens. One of the greatest bumper stickers ever made. Things happen. I'll say that. Sports. My great uncle died in 1970. He was the winningest trainer in the history of horse racing. He won 3,596 races. He's in the Hall of Fame. His name is Hearst Jacobs. He never had a triple crown winner. 
Although when he died that year, two horses that he believed very strongly in, one won the Preakness and Personality, and one named High Echelon won the Belmont. But he lost close to 19,000 races, his son, my cousin John, told me. But he won 3,596. He had a quote that he told me that his son, my cousin Tommy, reinforced for me as I got older. It's my theme. Sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. You go out to play sports. You want to, number one, have fun. I think that should be the first thing. Obviously, professionally, you want to win. But if you have fun, winning will come down the road. It's a greater chance for that. I always talk about FOE versus FOR. FOE is focused on effort. FOR is focused on results. Obviously, the Chiefs home opener, national TV crowd, the Super Bowl banner gets gets unveiled. Everybody's pumped up. The excitement was there. Playing a team that's really good. The, the Lions are a good team. Of course, I love how their coach said they expected to win. Well, I think every coach expects their team to win. Um, that's a little bit arrogant, but what, whatever. That's his right to say it, and they did. But here's the thing. Kadarius Tony had a terrible game. He's been injured. He had surgery. It was his first game. He hadn't played all, all preseason. He's been out. He was terrible. All right. But here's the thing. He is a human being. He's a professional football player. He's got to own up to it. He's got to take responsibility. He's got to move on. But what's happened since that game has been he's gone off Twitter and Instagram because of all the threatening things that have been said to him. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this guy this guy is a professional athlete. It comes with the turf. You know, if you play pro pro ball, you're gonna have to deal with fans. You know, fans short for fanatic. And what happens is people go berserk. Now I don't know what kinds of messages he got, but apparently they were pretty bad. And so you've got to ask yourself, why why do you need to threaten somebody because he had a bad game is your ego your self-esteem your personality so caught up with the Kansas City Chiefs that you can't handle the fact that they had a bad game the guy had a bad game now if he has four or five games in a row like that he probably won't be playing anymore that's just the nature of the NFL my sense is that's probably not going to happen you know he was excellent in the Super Bowl you know, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, if you forget that, last year, in part because of the punt return he had. You know, he's been injured in, throughout his career. But, and I don't know him, never met him, never talked to him. And I watched him on the sidelines because I sit behind the visitor's bench. I always watch the Chiefs bench. He was visibly upset with himself. He knew he screwed up. All right? Here's the deal. Don't, don't think he doesn't know that he messed up because he does don't think he doesn't know that he has to get better because he does but see here's why I have faith in him even though I've never met him because Patrick Mahomes says the right things all the time and he's come out in support of him and said look yeah didn't have a good game but I believe in him he's going to come back he'll get better he'll do fine now people say oh he's just saying that just to say it no, I think Patrick Holmes says it because he believes it. I guarantee you, they weren't happy. The, the Chiefs coaches weren't happy. Kadaris Tony wasn't happy the way he played. 
But if you're a fan, do you need to threaten him? Do you need do you need to say all these god awful things about him because he drops and passes? You know, Cavell's going to jump in here and comment in a second. My producer does a great job. But here's here's what I want to bring up, and I'm going to open up the phone lines here and see what you say. If you're a fan, if you're a listener to the show, you know, our shows are podcasted everywhere. I get feedback all the time from all the podcasts, especially on my website and on SoundCloud. I get over 5,000 listens to a week on SoundCloud. Mental health is something I've talked about on this show forever. And forever, I've been told what I'm full of because, oh, come on, athletes, are they don't need to listen to you. They don't need the mental toughness, you know. Because they, they've, they, they've got to be that way or they're, they're not going to make it, okay? They don't have problems. Yes, they do. Guess what? Athletes are people. They screw up. They make mistakes. They have problems. I ran into a very prominent baseball general manager this past week who informed me. He said, you know, he knows me. And he said, you know, you're one of the first people to do this, and I've admired you for a long time because you've spoken up. And he said, people didn't want to listen to you. And now look where it's at. Mental health and sports is the big topic. You know, if you, I go, I'm on all these uh, websites from from my work, and there are thousands of people calling themselves mental performance experts, mental coaches. They're not sports psychologists because they're not trained that way, but they work with athletes on the mental side. That's great. Everybody's doing it now. It's a hot topic. Well, guess what? If you play sports, you're going to screw up. If you play sports, you're going to fail. If you play sports, you're going to make mistakes. But if you're a professional athlete, you've got to figure out what to do and come back. Brett Maher was the field goal kicker for the Dallas Cowboys last year. If you remember, in a Monday night game, he missed, I believe, it was four kicks in a row. He was cut after the season. He's now with the Rams. So he just got activated today. I have a feeling he's going to come back if he's their starting kicker. I have a feeling he's going to have a pretty good year. Because prior to that, he was pretty darn good. But then he had a bad day. Well, poof, he's gone. Okay? Athletes are human beings and they screw up. I don't care if you're a high school athlete, youth sports, college, professional, Olympic, recreational, weekend war, whatever. You're going to screw up. But how people react to that is the big thing. So, Cavell, what were your thoughts about that, watching him drop those? What was going through your head about what you think he may have been thinking? Well, I was actually more disappointed in the play calling. I was disappointed in the fourth and twos that well, we didn't go. Yeah, but let's not go there. Let's. Okay. I want to talk all about right. it. We can talk about all that. Yeah, Blake Bell at third and one at quarterback. That was a strange play. Look, yeah. we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about Kadarius and what he went through and and. What were your thoughts about that? And what were you thinking? What do you think was going through his head? So it was disappointing, but I do believe Travis Kelsey was out, and I think everybody tried to do too much. And I think that was probably his mindset. He hadn't, he didn't, he wasn't in training camp. He didn't have a lot of practice. Well, he was there. He didn't practice because he was injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, yeah, he didn't practice. He had surgery early on, so it seemed like he was trying to win the Super Bowl with every catch. You know, every time the ball came to him, he's like, I have to make this play. And Maybe. maybe that, yeah, let me interrupt you. That may have been exactly what's going through his head. Mm-hmm. I've got to show I belong here. I've got to show I deserve this. Maybe. See, and that's the whole thing about 
See, let me interrupt you here. No, you're all right. I talked about foe versus for. When you're focusing on results, you're thinking the wrong thing. When you're talking, focusing on your effort, how can I perform here? What do I need to do to perform here? That's what it comes down to. That's a good point. Yeah. See, and that's I I, I, I can guarantee that because there's there's a player in the Chiefs that I've worked with, and that's his Super Bowl jerseys in my office, and he has FOE on it. Focus on effort. That's what he that's his that's what he goes on, and he he's unsuccessful on every time he's out there, but he is most of the time because that's his focus. Yeah. He's not thinking about results. He's thinking about effort. And I think what you just said right there may have been going through his head. I've got, I've got to do this. Got to, instead of, all right, I just need to execute. Yeah. And then after he dropped a few, he's like, all right, I got to really catch this one. And it doesn't happen. Or maybe he was thinking, I better not drop the next one. Yeah. Because exactly. that negativity stuck in his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm effing up whatever he's thinking yeah. to himself. I better not do it again. And then Poofy does it again. Yeah. Okay. And I saw him on the sidelines. He would... After the second drop, he and Richie James were talking. You could tell he was upset. He was really upset. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is going to – I was thinking, I hope this doesn't carry over. Yeah. See, I don't don't know much about his career in college and, you know, his background. So, like, some guys are built to be able to come back from this and some guys aren't. But I think he'll be fine because the Chiefs need him. I think he'll be fine, too. Yeah. Because that was – a strange game for him to have. Uh, I, he hasn't. He, he he does drop passes, but not like that. Okay, everybody draws passes. Yeah, except for maybe Travis Kelsey, who rarely ever drops one. But that's why he's probably the greatest tight end ever. I mean, you know, Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs fan, we've had Tony Gonzalez and Travis Kelsey as the two, basically the two last tight ends, the two best tight ends in football history. Although Shannon Sharp will probably disagree with that, but he <laughs> played for the Broncos. So the heck with him. But the fact is. I'm a biased Chiefs fan with that. You know, you you expect when a team starts winning, you expect them to keep winning. You expect success. But, you know, the Chiefs are going to have a target on their back every game this year. They have the second hardest schedule from what I've seen in the league. They're going to mess up. It's going to happen. But it's how you overcome that that's the big thing. So I want to open up, up I would hope. If I could speak properly, I would like to open up our phone lines here at 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you if you're you're a Chiefs fan, what your thoughts are on that. If you're a sports fan, what are your thoughts on this about athletes who screw up, athletes who make a mistake? How do you move on from it? Do you move on from it? How do you grow from it? if If you're a Chiefs fan, what are your thoughts about people threatening him, sending him these god-awful messages and forced him to get off Instagram and X Twitter, whatever. Anyway, here's here's my whole point with that. When I work with professional athletes, I tell them, for one of our first sessions, are you on social media? And my advice to them is get off of it. You know, if you have a site on social media let somebody else operate it don't read it don't get into it during the year because you know if you do great everybody's going to tell you how how awesome you are and if you do terrible everyone's going to tell you how how awful you are and you know there's that awe either some or full and you have to deal with this stuff but you know when I used to work for the Royals 
we had one player, it, it, he, this is in 2009, really before a lot of the social media stuff is where it is now. One day this guy comes in the trainer and says, Doc, look at this. And he brought in five letters that he'd received from a guy who traced a picture of him off TV swinging the bat and extensively wrote a whole expose on why he was not hitting well. At which point he also said in, in the letter, I'm not a coach, I'm not a hitting expert, I'm just a big fan and I can I can see what you're doing wrong. And this player, who is a great guy, wrote the guy back, thanked him very much, but he said, Doc, this is what I'm putting up with because I'm struggling. I said, well, you know, just don't pay attention to it. Focus on, on you know, what you're doing, which is he was changing his swing, so it wasn't exactly the way it needed to be yet. When you play in the NFL, in the NBA, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, the NWSL, whatever, everybody sees what you do. When you fail, everybody wants to tell you why you failed. When you succeed, everybody wants to tell you how great you are. That's what sports is about. I'd like to get your thoughts. Our phone number is 913-3810-810. What's your opinion on athletes who screw up and fail? What should be done? And what about social media and athletes? What's your thought on that? Should athletes be on social media during their season? Is it a positive or negative thing? Our phone number here is 913-3810-810. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB here in Kansas City. Our offices are actually in Overland Park, Kansas. And I'm here every Sunday morning to talk about the mental side of sports. Today's topic is... Kadarius Tony dropping several passes at the Chiefs game. He's been ridiculed all over town. He had to uh, get off his social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter, because of all the negative, hostile things he was getting. Yeah, had a bad game. He stunk it up. He'll probably be the first. I've never met him. I would think he'd probably be the first to say, yeah, I, I basically sucked. But remember the last game he played? Last game he played was in Phoenix. It was the Super Bowl. And he had a great game, and he ran a punt back that was an incredible punt return that gave us an opportunity to get ahead in the game, which we did. We, meaning the Chiefs. I'm not on the team, but I'm a fan. Anyway, the Chiefs then went ahead and won after Harrison Bucker kicked the field goal at the end of the game that won it. You know, if you play sports, you're going to fail. If you play sports, you're going to succeed. If you play sports, you're going to be the. Sometimes, especially if you play golf, believe me, I know about that. Success and failure in sports happen. When you're at the professional level, you're expected to succeed all the time. When you play professionals, I don't care for Sporting KC, the Kansas City Current, the Royals, the Mavericks, the Chiefs, whoever. Even at the collegiate level, the big-time programs like KU's basketball team, ranked number one now preseason for this year. Everybody's going to expect them to win every game. They've got a bunch of new new top-notch players. And if they lose, what's wrong? What, what's the matter? Well, 
Maybe sometimes you get outplayed. Maybe sometimes the other team is more pumped up. I mean, Detroit came in here cocky and, and, and feeling good. Their coach, you know, listen to their coach. We expected to win. Well, I would hope a coach expects the team to win or they're in trouble when they go play a game. And that's the message the team should have. But at the same time, I'm sure the Chiefs expected to win too. Kadarius Tony had a bad game. Now, what's going to be, I think, most important is what happens when the Chiefs play Jacksonville next Sunday and how he plays there. And if he has a good game, well, then this game will be a distant memory. If he has another bad game, then he's going to start thinking too much. I don't know him, but my, my assumption would be he'll start thinking too much about that. Sports is about winning and losing success and failure at the professional level. It really comes down to the whole winning thing. So, if you're if you're on the Royals, let's take let's take the opposite approach. They've lost over they're, they're over fifty games under five hundred. The worst record in the history of the franchise. They have not played well. They they have had you know dozens of players on the roster. People have been coming and going up from Omaha, even from Northwest Arkansas, on the team. They have they they were expected to have a halfway decent year this year and 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 they're just they've played terribly. So at the end of the season, they've got to sit down and evaluate everything and figure out what's going on. When they go into games, do they expect to lose? Well, when you lose, when you've lost more fifty games under five hundred, my feeling is the thought of I've been around baseball. I work with the Royals five different times or five years total <clears throat> over the years. I've worked with all these great athletes the Royals had for years. And I was there in 1990 when George Brett won his third batting title. You know, I spent hours talking with Bo Jackson, who I think is the greatest athlete of modern times. And, you know, Bo had a great approach to all this. Because, and this is, this is you know, 30, how many years, 33 years ago. But his approach was he didn't care what people said about him, except for the people that knew him and he was close to. He said, people can say whatever they want about me. He got criticized all the time. We had a long talk one time because he got criticized by all these people for playing two sports. He was told, you know, if you just played one, think how good you'd be. And I loved his response. Well, I think I'm pretty good at both. I'm probably better than you will ever be. So the heck with you. But I wasn't afraid to speak his mind. He had a high level of self-confidence and he learned to block out all this stuff. And this is before social media existed back then, 1990. He learned to block all this stuff out because he used to tell me, Doc, everybody has an opinion about me. Everybody's always telling, saying something about me. I just don't care what it is. Other than the people that I care about, the people that mean something to me, I don't care what all those outside voices say. Because he got criticized a lot. You know, if you did this, if you didn't do this, think how good you'd be. If you play professional sports, you will screw up. You will make mistakes. You will have bad days. But you've made it to that level because you've obviously figured out how to overcome that stuff. But when you get to that level, if you start listening to the outside voices, you're in trouble. All right, our phone number is 913 3810 
Love to hear if we get your thoughts. What do you think Kadarius Tony is going to be thinking when they play Jacksonville next week? How are they going to approach practice this week? My sense is, you know, and, and, and listen, if you play professional sports, and I want Cavell to jump in on this, you have to have a high level of self-confidence because you wouldn't get Obviously, you're physically gifted beyond everybody else to play whatever professional sport you play. I work with the Kansas City Current, our women's professional soccer team. These young ladies are in incredible shape. I mean, they run and run and run. I think they run close to six miles a game, nonstop, up and down, back and forth, in and out. They're in incredible condition. Mistakes happen. So if you're if you were Kadarius Tony Cavell, what are you going to be thinking about this week of practice? What's going to be your approach at the game next week at Jacksonville? How's he going to move on past this, or how will he not? Hopefully, he has somebody like yourself talking to him, and I'm I'm pretty sure the Chiefs organization should have something. Somebody they they have a therapist in house. Yeah, so I you, do know that 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 is available for the players. Now, of course, that doesn't mean he's going to talk to him or not. But anyway, yeah, there is somebody there. Yeah, hopefully he can just get his mind right and then go back into the last fifteen years of his life. How old is he? Last 10 He's years his of his 20s. life. So, yeah, you know, the last 10 years, you don't get to the NFL by accident or by one good year or anything like that. So he's so he has to pull back from what he's been doing his whole career and try to re relive that. Now, that was a, this is an awful answer, but you, you got what I'm... <laughs> no, no. Well, but here's the deal. Professional sports is unforgiving. Can I play this real quick? Go for it. Here it is. That is professional sports. Okay. <laughs> it, it, if you screw up, and you screw up, and you screw up, you won't be there. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, people didn't, you know, when he dropped those passes, they weren't thinking about him making that big Well, there were people were booing him. People were, I, I heard the boos. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember very vividly when the Chiefs played Houston in the playoffs, when we won, we, meaning the Chiefs, won the Super Bowl against San Francisco. The playoff game against Houston, the first quarter, Chiefs were losing 24 to nothing. Houston scored a wide-open play for a touchdown to open, the, open their opening drive. The Chiefs dropped a punt at the goal line, had a punt blocked at the goal line. They scored twice, and then kicked the field. It was 24 nothing. Patrick Mahomes at halftime, or excuse me, at the end of the first quarter, is going around, hey, let's just get it together. Let's just next play, next play, next play. Boom. It's 41-24. It's 28-24 uh, at halftime, 41-24 before Houston scored again. Okay. So, you know, and then, of course, against Tennessee, they were down. Against the 49ers, they were down. They won both those games. 49ers are down big time in the fourth quarter. Great pass to Tyreek Hill. And then, boom, the t- team went on. Because it's it's the next play mentality. You have to focus on what's in front of you. Yeah. I use I used this analogy with my clients. When you're driving your car, let me ask you this, because so pretend like you're my client. When you're driving your car, where are you looking? Straight ahead. Why? Because that's where I'm going. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Well, it's like you're, you're looking at the front windshield, not the rear view mirror. Why? Because you would just hit something again. Okay. Or... You're looking at the rear view mirror. I mean, you got to glance, but not, not focus on that because you're going to crash. Yeah. You've got to see where you're going. You've got to look ahead. And in any sport, and I don't care what level you play. I mean, youth sports, 
my my kids are now 33 and 32. I'm going to be a grandfather here in a couple weeks. Pretty excited about that. Congrats. And first one, grand granddaughter will be coming into the world. We're trying to figure out what, what they should call me. We're not going to come up with the names on air. But anyway, we've been trying to come up with <laughs> what should. Well, there's been a bunch of things. Anyway, uh, my daughter-in-law came up with a good one last night. I think at dinner, I think we're going to use that. But here's the deal. You will fail at any level. And at youth sports, where coaches, these youth, young coaches screw up kids, they get angry at them when they make a mistake. And they'll yell at them, bench them, insult them. They're kids. That's not how you coach. I mean, it's one thing if, if you're not trying and you're, you're, you're behaving poorly. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you screw up, you, you take them aside, say, we're going to work on this in practice. You struck out three times in the game. I know you're frustrated. At practice this week, we're going to work on your stance. We're going to work on your focus. We're going to work on, on your swing. Okay. You throw in completions. All right, we're going to talk about why, why you missed the receivers. You're shooting air balls. Let's work on your form. You know, but I, I see coaches who get, I, and I've shared on this throughout the years, all these wacko coaches, youth sports coaches, whose egos are so big, and that's, that's I want to get into that in a second, professional level. Their egos are so big that they yell at kids for screwing up. I've shared the stories many times. Well, fans' egos get so big, they, they think that, you know, they can insult players when they screw up. Well, when you're a fan, like I said, fan short for fanatic, you can do whatever you want in a game. But, and when you're playing in front of, you know, 76,000 people, probably more than that in that stadium the other night, and, oh, you know, national television, the only game on TV, I don't know what the ratings were, I'm sure they were really high, and you screw up like that, everybody sees it. And then everybody's going to have an opinion about what you have to do to change it. And you've got to block out... See, Kadarius Tony's got to block out the external stuff. He's got to focus on in-house. The coaches, the players there, Patrick Mahomes, the other receivers, work work together on this stuff. It's going to happen. I remember last year, Travis Kelsey, against Cincinnati, caught a pass, was trying to get some extra yardage, and the ball got knocked out of his hands, fumbled it. Chiefs lost that game. If that doesn't happen, we probably score and we probably win. I'm sure he felt terrible about that. I remember looking at him on the sidelines, he was pretty upset. But he had to keep he came back and played more. He didn't do it again. I mean, you play sports, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. The key thing, everybody that gets to the professional level has learned about failure. But if you allow yourself to get caught up with what everybody says outside of your circle, your inner circle, you're in trouble. What do you think about that? That's the same thing I teach with, with my household. Me and my, uh, me and my lady and the three little ladies that we have. If it's not, yeah, you don't worry about everybody's opinion outside of this house. Maybe a teacher. Maybe, yeah, but for the most part, you just have to worry about what you have to worry about and people that care about you and just not going to be abusive towards you. Well, let me, let me, let me do a little therapy with you on that. All right. I was tell I have people make a list in my when I'm working with them, 
one when we draw a line down the middle of the page, one side of the page where I write the word focus, the other side I write the word worry. When you're worrying, what are you thinking about? The rear view window. The rear view mirror. Screwing up. Yeah, screwing up. When you're focusing, what are you thinking about? What's in front of you. Yeah. So I, I get that a lot. I'm worried about this. Why aren't you focusing on this instead? It's so easy to be on the negative side. So, you know, Tony drops two passes in the game. He's probably thinking, I better not drop another one. I'm sure he probably thought that because he's human. And then Boomy drops another one. Yeah. Yeah, the worst one, of course, was the one that went through his hands, and the Detroit player caught it and ran back for a touchdown. No, the worst one was... Well, we, maybe at the end of the game. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, none okay. of them were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that that one, they caught it and ran back for a touchdown, and that's part of why they won. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and yeah, you can say the one at the end he dropped, which would have put us in field goal range. Yeah. Okay. And defense only gave a 14 points, which is which is pretty nice. Defense played, I thought the defense without Chris Jones especially played great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's the first game. I think you evaluate all this as the season moves along and see what happens. And, you know, like I said, just take break, but Brett Maher, the kicker for now the Rams with the Dallas last year, misses those four kicks in that one Monday night game, and poof, you know, he's he's gone. Okay. If you play professional sports, you've got to you've got to succeed. So, you know, obviously there will be pressure on him, on Tony to to do better next week, assuming he's playing. Assuming I'm sure he probably will and yeah. play a lot, and I'm sure they'll probably go to him because I've never met Andy Reid, but watching him coach, he isn't afraid to go back to players who mess up because he does. He wants to give him that self confidence, and that, and that's the the word. That I think, if I if I'm working with with a Kadarius Tony after this, sit down and talk to him about okay, let's talk about what was going through your mind, let's talk about what you're thinking about, and let's talk about how you can change that as you move on. Let's focus on the positive. Yeah. All right. Our phone number is nine one three three eight ten eight ten. I'd love to hear from you. if you're if you're a Chiefs fan. What were your thoughts about Kadarius Tony dropping those passes, and what are your thoughts about all these people who? sent him horrific messages on social media, forgetting maybe, you know, he did contribute to the Super Bowl win last year. 913-3810-810 is the number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHP. Good morning, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHP here in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday from 7 8 a.m. as I Shared earlier, our shows are podcasted everywhere. You can go to my website, which is winnersunlimited.com, and uh, go to the podcast tab and check out all the podcasts. There's close to 10 years of them on all the major apps, especially on SoundCloud, where I'm listened to quite frequently all over the place. Um, today's topic talked about Kadarius Tony dropping several passes at Chiefs game. How's he going to come back next week against Jacksonville? What will he do? Assuming he plays, which I'm sure he will. But I'm really talking more about people's reactions. He had to get off social media because of all the hostile things people said to him. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, how shallow of a person are you to have to get on social media and blast somebody for messing up if you're a professional athlete? Don't think he, you know, I've never met him, don't know him. But I'm sure he felt pretty bad about the way he played. 
I saw him, you know, from my seat. I could see him on the sidelines, and he wasn't too happy. And I think that probably carried over. And my sense is the negativity of thinking about dropping another pass became reality. Throughout my 43 years of doing this, as I said, I started my 43rd year of work this week as a sports psychologist. I've dealt with this countless times. Failure is inevitable if you play sports. Screwing up is inevitable. Making mistakes is inevitable. It's going to happen. But the biggest thing is, to me, okay, you make a mistake, you're going to be upset, but then you need, in between that play and the next play, visualize what you could have done to have done it properly and take a positive image into the next play. It's like when I work with golfers. You hit a bad shot. You're going to be upset, ticked off, angry, whatever. But before you move from that on from that shot, take a practice swing and visualize hitting the ball properly. So then you go to the next shot with a positive image in your mind rather than a negative. And it works. I mean, if you do that consistently and believe it, it will work. It will help. The whole key thing with sports is I don't care what level you play at, how good you are. You will fail and screw up. And how you overcome that is is really what it's all about. I mean, Cavell, what, do you agree with that or disagree? I agree. Why? You don't have to agree with me. No, I, I agree because if not, it's like that's a, logic, <clears throat> that's a logical way to use your brain. And most people don't do that, if that makes sense. Well, because we live in a negative environment negative society if you turn on the news it's all negative stuff all the time that's what's getting pushed at you yeah years ago channel five here in kansas city when uh, the late wendell anschutz was the anchor there they had a segment they would say and i remember it was so funny they'd be doing the news and then about you know 10 minutes into the broadcast he goes and now for good news they'd have a little label above his head good news and he says now for good news they would have to say you know now we're going to talk about good news. That doesn't happen anymore, does it? No, no. Because we focus so much on negativity all the time. And the the, the people that I work with who, who end up succeeding are not afraid to tackle adversity. They're not afraid to look at it and work on getting better. The ones that don't get consumed with it and fall, fall down that hole. You know... The interesting thing, you know, I do this, we do this show every week here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. And I get feedback throughout the week from people contact me, send me emails or voicemails or about the topic. One, one of the things that's interesting is there's always something to talk about on this show each week from what happens in the world of sports. You know, this whole, like I said, this whole issue with Kadarius Tony, I wish the young man well. I hope, obviously, as a Chiefs fan, my whole life, I, I want them to do well. But but I hope he does well for his own good. Because if he doesn't do well in the next game, it, it it could start to wear on him. For sure. But I think he's got. They've got a great atmosphere, great environment there. From everything I know, and I think they're going to help him get through it. And then, you know, he does great. He catches the winning touchdown pass. How quickly people will forget this game. That's the key thing with sports. You have to be. You have to. You have to be able to move on. Like I said, I like to look look at the front windshield, not the rearview mirror. 
If you like this show, I'd love to hear from you. My, as I said earlier, my office number is 816-561-5556. Give me a call. I am taking on new clients. I work with people all over the country. My email address is drj at winnersunlimited.com. Our shows are podcasted everywhere. My website, winnersunlimited.com. Click on the podcast tab. There's a lot of interesting stuff on there. I have all kinds of relaxation, visualization, exercises that focus on positivity on my website. And I'd love to hear from you in the comments. If there's a topic you'd like me to talk about on this show, something you'd like me to address, I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call at my office. I said 816-561-5556 or email me at drj at winners. That's winner is the opposite of losers. Winnersunlimited.com. You know, I love doing this show with you each week. Hope you find it valuable and helpful for you. Stay safe. Stay positive, And we'll talk to you next Sunday here in the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.